Another episode of Grey Knockers is coming right now. Is this not what you've been waiting for? Have you not been entertained? I'm Ryan from Mackinwood. This is Ben from Myers Woodshop. Yo, it's Austin from Ebony and Birch. I'm Nate from Built by Nate. This is Jesse from Mullen Woodworks. This is Jenny from Sacred Cinder. Hi, I'm Sean Vance from Vance Made. I'm Steve from Grain Creation. This is Nick from Goodwood Designs. This is Kevin from Tool Tech and more. This is KC with At Mangrove Designs. I'm Donovan from the Beardless Man. This is Taylor Hubble from Hubble Woodshop. And I am. 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 Great Knock. Great Knock. Great Knock. Great Knockers Nation. What's up, Great Knocker Nation? Welcome to episode 12. We have a great show for you today. If you're new to Great Knockers, please go subscribe over on SoundCloud. If you like what you hear and you're listening on iTunes, a five-star review would really help. We appreciate it, and we welcome you to Great Knocker Nation. Now, on today's show, we have five company guests, but we also have the return of Pete. Pete is back to do another episode with us. He is from Furniture by Pete on Instagram. He's the owner-operator of Dentori Furniture, so it'll be fun to talk to him. But first, we're going to go to some companies. The whole point of today's show, what time of year is it? What time of year is it? It's Christmas, and not always, but sometimes your significant other or friend, family member, boss will buy you or get you a gift for the holidays. But what what's hot? What came out in 2017 um, that's just going to blow your mind that you need in your shop that you don't already have? Well, these five company guests are going to come on, give us a little insight on what they think you need on your Christmas wish list this year, and maybe a stocking stuffer along the way. It would only make sense if our first guest in this episode would be the first guest ever on Great Knockers. That's Rigid Power Tools. And we have Brooke from Rigid Power Tools. She's going to present the first couple ideas that need to be on that list. Brooke, what do you have in mind? What do people need to put underneath that tree this holiday season? Hi, Bill. Well, the first thing that's probably the most exciting thing of the season was the limited edition black tools. These are all brushless, the compact hammer drill. Uh, you got the impact driver. This one gets 2,250 inch pounds of torque, seven and a quarter inch circuit saw and angle grinder, and you get two 40 batteries. Definitely look up a picture of these. They look awesome. A lot of people might already have some of these tools, but they're definitely going to be the best performing. Definitely limited time only, so get these before they're gone. Another limited time offering we have just for the holiday season is the super clamp. And back when I was a rep, I had contractors and woodworkers coming up to me all the time asking about the clamp. And we didn't sell it for a while. And now it's back and it's $99. I've sold a ton of these already. So definitely get your hands on one of those. Um, and we also have a new product right now. It's not in stores yet. It's only online as of now. But it's our new brushless Gen 5X Recip Saw. So this one is a major upgrade. It's a ton more power. Um, being brushless, you're going to get a ton more runtime. And right now, we're selling it in a kit with two 4 batteries for $199. So it's an awesome deal. Um, just the batteries by themselves, by themselves is $100 a piece. So definitely take advantage of that one. That's awesome. Yeah, two batteries are normally $200 uh, with the four amp hours. So that's a good deal right there, especially having a new brushless recip saws. That's awesome. I can't wait to see that. What does Rigid have as far as something you could fit in a stocking or something maybe just a little less expensive that could 
drop right in there and uh, still make someone very happy. I would say a good stocking stuffer would be the Palm Impact Driver. This one's the push-to-drive technology. You might have seen some videos of it on social media or on our website. Very awesome for getting into those tight spaces. Full price is $99 and right now it's $79. So you get $20 off for the holiday season and everyone could definitely use this, have this product in their workshop. Brooke, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, that uh, Palm Driver is awesome. I have it in my shop. I use it often, especially in tight spots. Everybody too, grain knockers, make sure if you do get something orange underneath your tree this holiday season, you post it and use the hashtag Team Rigid. You know, every single time you post that and tag Team Rigid, these guys back at uh, Rigid headquarters, they see that. It pops up on a TV screen in their ho- on their hallway. So uh, go do that. Brooke, thank you so much for coming in. We'll uh, catch up with you soon. Thanks for having me, Bill. Now we're going to head up to Brian at Acme Tools. Brian, what do you guys have that is a must to have on a holiday wish list this year? Hey, Bill, one of the things that you have to have on your holiday wish list would be the Milwaukee uh, 2450-3-21P M12 brushless quarter inch hex impact driver. Comes with uh, one battery charger and in the all uh, exclusive packout case um, that's all put together uh, right around 100 bucks. So you're not going to break the bank. That's something that uh, you could really use to uh, expand the system, get into the packout, or continue your packout system. Something else that you could look at too, if you're not in, if you already have your uh, impact driver, you're not into the packout system, uh, be the Bosch uh, ROS 20 VSC. It's a five inch variable speed random orbit palm sander. Perfect for anybody. Seen these in production shops for a small uh, one-off sanding job, uh, right down to the person in the home that is going to run it through all the grits uh, on a big project. Awesome. So what would Acme have? I'm sure you guys have a lot of stuff, but what was one thing on a little bit of a smaller scale that you could throw in a stocking? What's a stocking stuffer from Acme people need? Stocking stuffer would be uh, the Micro J Gripper. It's a uh, table saw accessory. Uh, anybody can use it. Uh, keeps your hands away from the blade, uh, holds on to smaller pieces. Definitely a, a big plus for anybody who's using a table saw. Okay, lastly, Brian, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Acme. Um, What's one thing outside of Acme's products that you would have to put on your own, on your very own holiday wish list? What's one thing that Acme doesn't have that you need on that list? Um, Well, Acme has pretty much everything that's on my list, but if I had to pick one thing, it'd be a Polaris Ranger or a New Harder Cats Mobile. Ooh, that's good. I'm a Polaris guy, but I I, I like where you're going with that. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you to Acme Tools. All right, Gray Knockers, now we're going to head over to Jet Woodworking. We have Michael. He is a product manager in the woodworking department, and he's going to give us a couple items for the list. Michael, what do you think uh, woodworkers, builders need from Jet on this Christmas list this holiday season? The number one tool, I think, and my personal favorite tool, is the Jet 1632 drum sander. I have never realized a place in the shop for a sander more than the drum sander. It makes finishing, sanding, sanding with finish, so much easier and so much quicker. And the jet sander has a lot of innovative features that no one else has on the market. We customize the dust so that all the dust, 99.7% of the dust is collected every single time. It has a pull-through conveyor belt instead of a push-through. So it pulls the work workpiece a lot smoother through rather than trying to push it against the drum. And to make it parallel, it's completely toolless. That's awesome. 
Yeah, that would be very useful in my shop. I don't have one yet, but I'm looking for it. All right, what's next? Next is probably the bandsaw you have, William. Uh, those bandsaws, the new bandsaws, the steel frame bandsaws are really nice. They have a lot of nice features. They're big, they're hefty. They have a really solid feel to them. Any kind of curved cutting or even up to resawing just makes it so much easier, even on the 18-inch. Yeah, I I love that bandsaw. That's been the number one improvement in my shop so far this entire year is that 18-inch bandsaw. And the whole line of your bandsaw is down to the 14-inch. I mean, huge improvements in design and effectiveness. They're toolless, uh, so you can adjust all your bearings and guides uh, just with your fingers, which is super cool. All right, so everybody's got stockings. Most people have stockings hanging up. What can Jet contribute to the stocking under you know on the fire mantle this year? Oh, there's so many things. I mean, a table saw really doesn't fit in a stocking. I mean, we could make we, we could make a stocking <laughs> if that's what's going in it. But I would say the best thing from Jet for a stocking stuff are our parallel clamps. We have put so much innovation and kind of advancement into those clamps to make them really easy to use, to make them really consistent in their gripping pressure. And just make them the most user-friendly parallel clamp out there. Yeah, and there's always deals popping up all year long on those clamps. I mean, they're awesome. I have some clamps from you guys, and the hexagon shape on the grip really allows you to get that extra torque and tightening stuff up. So I really enjoy those clamps. All right, outside of Jet, because we know that you might have a little favoritism towards Jet uh, because their names may be on your paycheck. I don't know. Small details. But um, just a little bit. Yeah. Outside of Jet, <laughs> what have you had your eye on? What has sparked your interest this year? This entire year, a bunch of companies have come out with amazing stuff. What outside of Jet can you secretly tell me? No one's listening. What can you seriously tell me or secretly tell me is kind of caught your eye outside of Jet? Right now, I am really starting to get more into turning and all kinds of turning spindles, bowls all kinds of turning. And so the one thing that has caught my eye is Powermatic has once again come out with another amazing lathe that I just want more than anything else. And that's the Powermatic 3520C. It's got features that a, a robust or a Vic Mark or a one-way has, like a removable control box, uh, adjustable risers, uh, digital indexing, and a digital readout. All these features that are in six, $7,000 lathes for less than $5,000. So that is definitely on the top of my wish list. That's awesome. Mike, thanks for coming on Grain Knockers today. Uh, wish everybody over at Jet a happy holidays from all of us. And uh, hopefully you're on the good list. I'll try. Hopefully. <laughs> Thank you, William. All right. Next, guys, we're going to join Team Green. We're going to go to Ryobi. We have Dylan over there. He's going to tell us what Ryobi can put on your list this holiday season. Dylan, what do you have for the list? Yeah, so we have a lot of great things. First and foremost, one of our biggest promotions going on is the brushless combo kit. So it's a brushless hammer drill. You're going to get a four amp hour battery, a charger, and the hammer drill in the kit. But when you buy this, for 149 you also get your choice of any brushless tool for free, bare tool for free. And this also goes for non-brushless tools up to $119. So that's two brushless tools if you want or two tools in, in general for only 149 bucks. Can't really beat it. And then another gift that would look great under the tree is our six-piece ultimate combo kit. So if you need more than just the brushless hammer drill, 
You can get the Cirque saw, the Recip saw, a flashlight, a multi-tool, impact driver, and a drill kit with two batteries and a charger for only two forty-nine. When that's down from two hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's awesome. That's a that's a lot of tools for two forty-nine. All right, now what can Ryobi provide? You know, for the stocking. What's a stocking stuffer? Stocking stuffers. We have a couple things. You can either go one route with batteries. We have a two-pack of our four amp-hour batteries that are typically one of these four amp-hour batteries is ninety-nine dollars. Right now, you can get two of them for ninety-nine dollars. If you have a decent size stocking, you could stuff those in there. But if not, with all these combo kits, drills, and things you have, we have a ton of accessories to go along with it. So right now we have a 195-piece kit, drill and drive kit for only $19.88, or you can go with a 130-piece drill and drive kit for $9.88. It's your choice. You can't you can't drill without those bits. That's right. The drill can't drill itself. Exactly. Dylan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Ryobi. And this company we're having on now, Fuji Spray Systems, we have Jim and Josh back. Guys, what do you have to offer Green Knocker Nation as far as a gift this holiday season? Hi, everybody. This is Josh. We are featuring PaintWiz Paint Sprayer Pro. It's a handheld spray system, and it's uh, for the home user. And what the beauty about it is it's within your price range. It's just below $100. And it's an all-in-one system, so it comes with an extra cup, it comes with an extra nozzle, and it's plug-and-play pretty much. Very little dilution to no dilution, you're good to go. If, if you got a couple projects sitting around the house, this is the project for you. The next system uh, feature would be the Semi-Pro 2 or the DIY series. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this was part of the, the Grain Knockers giveaway, but it's a great entry-level system. Uh, it's around 425 if you're uh, paying U.S. dollars. Uh, like I said, great entry-level system. It's a two-stage system, so it, it can spray latex paints with the correct amount of dilution. Uh, it's available in both gravity and bottom feed. Powerful two-stage motor operating at about 5 PSI. If I was outside of Fuji, that would be the system I would purchase for, for my amount of use. So if you have a, a spouse or a, a father, mother, anything like that, great system for them. Next year, we have a, a little stocking stuffer. It's the 19-piece Fuji spray cleaning kit. And everybody needs this, everyone. Everybody needs this. If you're into spray finishing or any type of uh, spraying with any materials, cleaning your gun and keeping your gun clean all the time is very important. To get great results every time, this is the cleaning kit for you. It's 19-piece. It includes uh, a lubricant and uh, different sizes of brushes and bristles. And it'll get you going, no problem. The, uh, the next piece, this is more so for our four and five stage system owners. And this is the Fuji two core pressure pot. So it's an extended cup capacity. It actually doesn't require the cup on the gun anymore. It simply connects by a six foot fluid and airline. Uh, this is great if you're doing you know, large runs of, uh, let's say like a fence. Uh, if you have multiple kitchen cabinet fronts, just set this thing on the ground, fill her up and you're good to go. The two and three stage systems, you wouldn't really have sufficient amounts of PSI to pump the high viscosity finishes. So to be safe, we always recommend either a four or five stage system. That's the two quart pressure pot from Fuji. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for um, those gift ideas. I think a lot of people that have been getting into HVLP spraying or just spraying in general could definitely use some of these things to either hook up to their uh, system or to just get a system. So that's really nice. Okay, now, guys, I want you to pick a product that should be on any holiday wish list that's outside of Fuji. There's been a ton. Do you Have you guys had your eye on anything in this past year that you're like, that's not ours, but I like that? Yeah. Number one in my books would be my favorite here, which is the 3M PPS system. Uh, so this is the high output pressurized cup system. You can spray at any angle, so you don't have to worry about how far you're leaning the cup. Um, 
this is just the cup itself, so you will need the liners, the lids, uh, which are great stocking stuffers as well, but definitely number one on my list, the 3M PPS cup. Now, this is the 1.0 series. Soon enough, you'll see the 2.0. Um, but yeah, definitely 3M PPS for sure. And Josh, do you have one that you like uh, outside of Fuji that you probably are going to get yourself or someone that loves you will get you? Well, more like your loved one should get you one if she wants you to stick around for the rest of your life. <laughs> and that is a respirator. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. That is, that is a respirator. 3M makes these guys as well. Um, these respirators are uh, NIOSH approved, which is for for smaller particles, for organic particles. Also, if, if you already have a, a mask, a respirator rather, then, you know, the, the replacement cartridges are a great stocking stuffer. All right, guys from Fuji, Jim and Josh, again, contributing to Grey Knocker Nation. Thank you so much. Have a happy holiday, guys. Thanks, Jim and Josh. We'll catch you next time. Take all right, Bill. Bill. Take it easy. All right, guys. Super cool for all these companies to come on and give us their perspective of what would make a great holiday gift for you or for someone you love who's in the trades or does woodworking and whatnot. Right now, we're going to have a guest co-host join us, and it's been a surprise because it was worth keeping a secret. His name is Pete, and he's from Furniture by Pete. Pete, welcome back to Crane Knockers, man. <laughs> What's up, dude? How's it going? It's going great. I wanted to bring you in on an episode again, and you graciously accepted, which was awesome. And uh, I want to talk a little bit. I want to piggyback. You've heard the episode so far, so I wanted to piggyback off of making kind of our own list and suggestions about what people need in their shops, basically tool-wise, accessory-wise. And yeah, I just want to, I want to do that. But first I wanted to give you the opportunity to let, you know, people who I'm pretty sure everyone follows you on Instagram already, but for those Grain Knocker Nation members that don't, uh, what have you been up to since um, you left the show and you went back to working full-time and doing whatever you do? I know you make beautiful furniture, but I'm sure you've just been busy as hell. Yeah, I mean, you know, nothing's really changed. Uh, first, thanks for asking me to come back and do an episode with you. That was, like, super cool of you. Uh, but beyond that, I think, you know, for the listeners out there to know, uh, what I thought was even cooler was just the times that you and I kind of got to talk and text kind of, you know, behind the scenes on a personal level and, you know, just kind of clear the air and let bygones be bygones. And, you know, I hope that, you know, if there's anybody out there that kind of, you know, deals with these type of situations, maybe they could kind of take a lesson for it and kind of, you know, let the past be in the past and move forward. So I thought, honestly, that was like the best part with just rekindling because, you know, beyond doing the show together, uh, you know, we were friends. So um, I just thought that that was the coolest part. So I'm, I'm excited to do the episode with you and talk some cool things for uh, for Christmas, uh, explain why each of us kind of think that they'd be cool things to have, and see what happens. Hey, thanks for saying all those nice things. I, I honestly do, right now, to this very day, still think you're a rat bastard. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, well, that, 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 that that's a given. And By the way, for like the Christmas, for the Christmas gift, you didn't, like, one of the things isn't like me in a box, right? Cause, no. Like, I know I can... I know I can fit, but you know, I'm, I was just waiting for that one to come out. And just so Grain Knocker Nation knows, I had this sp- like specify with Pete before we started recording that he can't have IROC accessories on his wish list. They have to be kind of you know woodworking tool if, building related. It can't wait, be for mags record, for his uh, Camaro. Okay. For the record, for the record, I called bullshit on that. Uh, because who the hell wouldn't want an IROC or T-tops underneath the Christmas tree? Um, then you also nixed my, uh, my GT performer bike 
uh, which I thought was really cool. But you cut, you nixed that one with the gyro. Uh, so basically, before the episode even started, yeah. So before the episode even started, you took all the fun out of it. The GT Dino with the gyro neck, where you could spin the handlebars all the way around and Hell cords, yeah, yeah, your hyper color shirt. All right, Damn let's get straight. back to business. This is like old okay. times. We just there's not even a yeah, format right. anymore to the show. We're just talking about bicycles. Right. All right. So but I just wanted it on. I just wanted it on the record that yeah. <laughs> you took away my you took away my fun and you know what I'm saying like I, I don't know. I think the audience will agree that what I would choose for the gift, aka the I Rock or the T Tops, I, I think that wins out. So, right. but I digress. Let's let's continue. All right. At the end of the episode, I'll make sure that Pete can have a special segment called My I Rock, My Gift. <laughs> so okay. So. We've heard what all these companies have said so far. Now, yep. when I started putting together my list, and a couple of days ago on Great Knockers um, Insta page, I posted, do you buy your own gifts or do you actually tell your significant other slash kids slash parents slash cousin slash business partner? Do you tell them what you want and trust that they're going to get what you intended because there's different no. models, numbers are different, you know. You could say, yeah, I want a DeWalt miter saw. Well, what DeWalt miter saw are you going to get? You know, so how do you do it? When it comes Christmas time, do you get a little Pete on Pete allowance where you get to buy your own stuff or do you leave it up to the wife? I got to be honest. I, the way that you were talking, I thought you were going to go in a totally different direction with this Pete on Pete thing. Oh, yeah. But no. what, I, um, what I usually like the gift thing. I don't know, dude. Like I'm married now, 11 years, two kids. So Christmas for me is kind of out the door. Um, in the past, it would be, it would kind of vary year to year. Like if it was something like that, she could buy at a local store like Home Depot, I would kind of like take a screenshot and send it to her. She would at least, even though I know what I'm getting, it's at least just like that effort that she goes and gets a gift and wraps it and whatnot. And I don't technically see it. Yeah. Um, so I would do that if it was like a big gift. I think like one year, I, I honestly, I forget what it was, but like, like it, as an example, let's say like one year, uh, let's say it was a bandsaw. Obviously like she wouldn't, she wouldn't go get something like that. You know, there's no place to store it. She's not going to like, you know, throw it in a shopping <laughs> cart. So that'd be one of those where I get my Pete allowance and do something like that. Yeah. But I, um, you'd be surprised though. Corey, out of nowhere, this wasn't for Christmas, this was for my birthday, S totally surprised me with a Fuji spray system. Like, out of nowhere. Yeah, but, but dude, in reality, she probably looked at your forehead, and she's like, I just feel bad for him. I just got to do something, you know? <laughs> I got to spray I just gotta, his I get, forehead. I, I, yeah, I got to, you know, what, what was that, like, hair product where, like, you spray it, and it makes it look all thick on your hair? I think that's only for froze. No, dude, there's like, there was like some infomercial or something in like a ball spot. You spray it and it looks like it thickens it up into like this patch or something. She's probably thinking you can just throw that in the food you got. Dude, I'm going to find it. I'm going to like Google like Billy Mays or something and it's going to come <laughs> up. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't know. She, she did. I found out Seriously, that she, so reached, she reached out to one of my friends who ultimately like introduced me to Fuji spray systems years ago and he basically helped her out. But, I mean, it is possible. It is possible that they can go out and do this on their own, and I don't know. 
I think for on the record for me, I I go out and just buy my own stuff. To be honest, I mean, I I go out there. I'm like, hey, I got this for myself for Christmas. My wife wouldn't do it for a tool. Like there was one year she got me an authentic uh, Brady jersey. We actually got it from the guy. I'm 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 sure you remember uh, Spygate. Yeah. Okay. Well, I knew. Matt Walsh, the guy who was so-called filming everything. Missy met him at training camp, and he got a jersey from Brady. That's pretty tight. So, or like one year she got me. Um, there's a famous picture where, um, with uh, Phil Esposito and Ray Bork, Ooh. when Bork, when Bork takes off his uh his number seven, and hands it to Ep- Esposito, but that underneath it he has a seventy-seven ready to go. Yep. Well. Mi- like I collect pictures like that, like certain moments, and it's autographed by both of them. That's cool. Now Missy, like Missy knew I wanted that because like we used to go to the mall and we'd go into the memorabilia store and we'd see it. So like things like that, she remembers and she would do on her own. But tools, she wouldn't be comfortable doing. And I don't know if a lot of women, you know, would be like because they because they're probably thinking, not that they're not not that they're uh, not comfortable buying tools. But I'm sure they know that their husband or boyfriend or father or whatever probably has a specific one in mind, you know, that they like for a specific reason. So they would want to make sure that they're getting like the exact right model that they want. Right. I want to make sure she gets the exact same model one I want too. you know what I mean? Yeah, I will, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will say I I have in the past, okay? And I don't do this anymore because I think she thought I was annoying, but I would really want something and it was one of those borderline purchases where it wasn't justifiable enough to go and just do it. It was kind of borderline to where she's like, "You don't need that." And I'm like, "Damn it, she's right. I don't need yeah. it." So over time, I would yeah, like right. print out like what it was with them all the accurate information on it and just leave it on her desk or put it in her car or fold it up in her purse. And it's like, sure. I think it got me in trouble, but I ended up getting it as a gift once. So it does work once. Yeah. It's, um, it's tough. I mean, cause I think that you always, you know, deep down, I mean, listen, I mean, guys, we're all a bunch of big kids. So I think all of us would love to kind of, be surprised yeah but i think deep down you know they just want to make sure that they get the correct one so, i mean honestly they probably feel um, like we do when we're trying to buy them something i'm horrible at getting her gifts dude I, I dude i made the mistake one year of trying on my own she was i think she was my fiance at the time and she wanted tanzanite earrings and i went and i got tanzanite earrings <laughs> and they were and they were returned 24 hours later <laughs> they were they were not the right design or cut or whatever it is about them i thought they were nice I, you know they were expensive they you know looked good but they weren't her taste and that was the last time and god i've been married 11 years now that was the last time i tried on my own to buy a piece of jewelry for a gift. Never again. I was so insulted too. I'm like, damn it. I put so much thought into this. I looked everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Nope. And I could tell, like, she couldn't even hide it either. You know, you just know, like she opens the box and I'm like, 
oh, she does not like this. And I was so bummed. I was so bummed, too, because I was, like, so proud of myself. I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. I got this. Then I see the look on her face. I was like, oh, God, just when I thought I couldn't disappoint her anymore in life. Right. And once you have kids, once you have kids, it's over for mom and dad anyways. Let's just be honest. I mean, it's all about the kids anyways. All right. So the whole point of this episode is just to give you some ideas of what products came out this year that can improve your shop. I think personally, Pete and I have dabbled in a bunch of different new tools this year. So we're going to give you some of our personal favorites that we enjoy either having in our shop or um, tools we look forward to bringing in. So... Pete, if you have one tool that would benefit somebody and should be on their own Christmas list, whether they buy it themselves or, you know, whoever buys it, what are you thinking? I mean, you wrote some down. I wrote some down. Okay. Let's lift them. Let's list some I off did. now. My, my list is awesome. Okay. So I'm going to start small here. Oh, go um, figure. I think I, yeah, shocker, right? <laughs> <laughs> shocker, right? 60 inches. You know how I do. So, uh, the Wixy digital angle reader, it's. 29 bucks. It's awesome. You know, whether it be for your table saw, getting your angle perfect on your blade, 90 degrees or 45, whatever it needs to be, or putting it on your joiner fence to make sure that you're nice and 90 degree. It's an inexpensive tool. It works incredibly well. It's incredibly handy. You know, I always tell everybody that, you know, you start square, you end square. Yep. Well, best way to do that is to always make sure you know, that you're at the right angle where you need to be. So for 29 bucks, highly recommend it, the Wixy Digital Angle Reader. Now, is that something that you can use to find angles too, like in a project, not just on your equipment, but can you, you can you put that up on, no, no it no. doesn't work like it, that? It's, no, no, it's a little like magnetic, you know, square. Yeah. So, so you set it down the table saw and then you set it to zero. There's like a zero button on it. So you'll set it to zero once it's there. And then you flip it sideways and the magnetic part will go right up against the table saw blade. And then it will read 90 from your or whatever angle your blade is at, you know, because you had already set it zero on the flat part. Mm-hmm. But the magnetic but the magnetic part sticks to the blade. So you can adjust it to until you see the digital readout till it says 90 or 45, whatever angle you want to get at. Yeah. So do, is that something you already have in your shop and use? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. So every, everything on here I have. Uh, but I think that they're, you know, they're all like incredibly useful tools. You know, like if you if you're either like an intermediate or really looking to up your game, I think like all these will like really help. Okay, um, my first one is not going to start off small. It's kind of medium. It is just over five hundred dollars, and I recently just got one in the shop. And I'm not saying all other sanders are ineffective or suck because not all sanders Mm -hmm. suck or ineffective, but I got the Rotex RO90 and RO150 in my shop and it completely blew my mind. The difference. I told you. I know. I told you way back when they are the best sanders. As a matter of fact, because since we're talking about it, I will piggyback because number six on my list was the Festool ETS150 slash three and that's a six and inch that's the, right that's a six inch but it's the finish sander yeah with the three with the three millimeter orbit that's what the slash three is there's also a slash five mm-hmm. but i got the uh slash three you know overall just talk about the fast tool sanders they're the best sanders out there hands down if they broke tomorrow i would figure out a way to just go get them right away they're that good 
and the ETS is the best finish sander I've ever used. Okay, so let's just let's just talk about it for one sec. A yeah. guy or a girl, and I have to also give uh, Elma from Pink Soul Studio. She does our local Illinois. Uh, woodworker meetups and we've we've been becoming friends for the last six seven months and she we were hanging out at a woodcraft and we were in the festival section she's like do you have anything festival and i'm like no i don't because i will not pay this much for these tools she's like you're a moron because you need to i'm like i'm not doing it i'm not and then the next meetup i'd meet up with her and she's like do you get a festival yet i'm like no i'm not gonna bottom line is in your opinion what's the gateway sander for someone with no fest tool in their shop, what's the one model number they need to start with? What's the first first one? Boy, that's a that's a that's a tough that's a tough question. If you think about um, it though, that's what people think about. If you don't have any fest tool, yeah. you're sitting there debating to yourself, well, what's the first one I should get? Or what should I try? Okay, if okay, if you could if you had to get one to start, um oh boy, I would probably get I gotta be honest, I'd probably get this the one that I listed, the ETS one fifty. Because you could put any grit sandpaper on it. So it doesn't have Rotex mode, okay? It doesn't have that, you know, that aggressive mode. But if you're just starting off, you're not used to a sander that has that anyway. And I'm telling you, the finish that this puts on it, there's no swirl marks, there's no nothing. And a lot of the times I use this starting at 80 grit anyway. I don't use my Rotex unless I really have to like get aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I, and plus like this one, this is the non-brushless one. So it's got the one with the handle that's higher up. I, in my opinion, it's more comfortable and the, it's $360. So in the grand scheme of things, it's the least expensive of the ones that we're talking about. Yeah. But I still think you get all the flexibility because I've tried to use the Rotex on like the non-aggressive mode, just regular orbit, and it's it doesn't give a good finish. And that's not what it's for. Yeah, I think if you occasionally work with reclaimed material, then I think that you're right. You could go with the model you suggested, the ET. What is it? The E ETS one fifty. Yeah, you go with the model you suggested, the ETS one fifty. But I think that if half the time you're building, you do have reclaimed material that you're building with. I think having that Rotex um, option is super helpful. Like this oak island top I just did, it was crazy hard, crazy old, crazy just mm -hmm. everything. And that Rotex just ripped through it. I mean, it just ripped through it. Okay, back up. If you're doing hardwoods in general, you want the Rotex. Right. Even if it's not like reclaim. If you're just constantly using hardwoods, then you want the Rotex. You can't do like regular sanding, you know, on hardwoods with, you know, it just doesn't work. Like an orbital. Yeah, yeah. You can't just have like regular orbital uh, on. You can't, you can't take like your ordinary orbital if you're constantly using, using hardwoods. If you think that you're going to like either like try to level it out or anything like that with a regular orbital sander, it's not going to happen. Right. Okay. It, so yeah, I mean, you'll be, you'll, you'll be, you'll be sanding till you get some hair like on that forehead of yours, you know, which is never. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I might have a five or, head, but or, I have a really nice or, thick part of hair. I my head has or, thick hair. Or you'll be sanding until I get tall. So, right. right. All right. So, so festival sander, uh find out which one works best for you. You can always message Pete. He's always there for you. He can help you out. He knows a lot about their sanders. Um you can message me as well. Well, I've um, got all three. I've got all three. I've got the ETS that I have listed here. I got the Rotex 90. And I have the Rotex 150. 
The Rotex 90, I've found being a furniture builder is really nice because it has the triangular it's, head attachment on it. Do you it, have, I'll tell you right now, do you have, there is a, um, like a squishy pad. It just looks like a foam pad that you can get for the Rotex 90 and you put it on first and then you put your sandpaper on top of that. And like I use it to sand my tulip table because with the foam pad, because it's so mushy. You can sand those curves. Yeah, aggressively. contours to it. Yeah, it, dude, the contours awesome. I tell you, and I think it's seriously, dude. I think it's like fifteen bucks or something stupid. Yeah, like buy it, buy it. It is awesome when you want to get into like, you know, curved areas. It's awesome. Yeah, the on my one fifty, I wanted to get the harder pad for sanding that oak because I was using the stock pad it came with. Yeah, and a yep. bunch of people mm-hmm. messaged me. They're like, dude, if you got the harder pad, it would be so much more like aggressive and I'm like, damn it, I'll go get it. So I got to get a bunch of different things. You know, I think just getting the sanders at first and spending all the hundreds and hundreds of dollars was good enough for now. You know, I still get to sleep in my bed at night, which is important. Did you get the hard pad for it? I didn't get it yet. I need to get, I want to get the pads. I want to get two different pads uh, for the 90 and I'm maybe three now because of your suggestion. Then I want to get two more pads for my 150. The, the dude the, the difference is honestly minimal is it really yeah i have the hard pad for it i notice a difference but like you know not that much that you would have to like you know it's a must-have you have to run out and get it yeah it seems like a fine line between using the 150 with all the options compared to like a big six to eight inch grinder with the pad on it like a side grinder because mm-hmm. i i got from uh gator i got like the pad for my grinder uh, penny sent me one to try and it's awesome it i mean sure. that that will take material yep. out fast yeah it so. does all right what's next on your list pete we we just talked about fest this was like a festival episode okay i'm gonna go back to something uh cheap and affordable but uh these have actually been way more useful to me than i ever anticipated and it kind of piggybacks on what i said earlier about starting square and ending square uh you could either go on the grizzly website or on amazon and there is a uh, a four piece grizzly machinist square set. It's twenty four bucks. Hmm. And and the reason why I say that is because like all my adjustable squares by like Empire or you know what's it Starrett or something, they they never seem to be square. And if you get them square, it's not too long till they're out of square again. The more time you're always adjusting them. These are actually like a one piece made set. So there's not even like a set screw like in them. So they're perfectly 90. And what I love about them is I use them to like uh, align my tools. Like for instance, like my miter saw, I was off slightly. And because there are four different um, squares that they give you in this set, you know, I could really get like a good view on like how, uh, you know, tall like how 90 was my blade was when i was coming down and also coming off the fence it, i mean it was it was perfect like these are ideal for something like that how many come in a set four and they, i think like they range from like like six inches to three i think it's like six inches uh, I'll, I'll double check the uh the exact numbers on them um but i'm telling you 24 bucks dude they are so uh worth it uh they're dead on and like I said, the fact that they're one piece, they don't go out of square. So yeah, I'm going to piggyback off yours now because next on my list was the woodpecker square set. 
And now woodpecker is okay. another high uh, priced item. Uh, I understand that. You know, I'm five. I'm five feet tall. You can't piggyback on me. Like that doesn't work. Like <laughs> I have to do it on you. I know. It's gonna like, get stop. weird when my balls start sweating on your neck. Anyway. All right, Jesus. You know, come on. <laughs> But the woodpecker. Nothing says Merry, <laughs> Merry Christmas and woodpecker like a tea bag. Like, what is going on here with you? <laughs> but the I saw um, Built by Nate was the one who kind of introduced it to me when he started hanging his up in a shop and using them a lot more. I didn't really know too much about woodpecker products. Then I started looking on their website. They're just high end, really high yeah, end, yeah. really accurate um, squares and accessories. Yep. And they even make like router tables, stuff like that. But on this square set, you get two squares. It's 109 bucks on at Acme right now, I think. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a really nice, hey, I'm gonna treat myself for 100 bucks type thing, and really upgrade yep. uh, some accessory in your shop. That's that's my ne- was, that was my next one. It, 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 it's funny you say that because I was gonna get the woodpeckers when I got uh, these grizzlies. I don't know, like I know that they're you know, that they're well-made and they're like precise as hell. I just couldn't come to grips with spending like that much money on a square, you know? Um, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're super nice. And I don't know if you've ever like held one like in person. Yeah. I, like I, they are like real, they're like, they're super thick. Yeah. You know, like they're not flimsy at all. Like these things are no joke. They're, they're really, really nice. But I think when it came down to it, I just couldn't see like spending that on a square. Right. So that's where that's where I went with this option. But I feel you though. I mean, they're really really nice. Uh, there's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. And they are they're accurate to a T. You don't get much better than that. So um, all right. What's next on your list? What's another uh, Christmas present to get yourself, or to tell the wife to get you, or the husband to get you? Okay. Um, honestly, uh, I've been using it now for a while, and I think everybody should have it. Uh, right now at Home Depot. It's $129 with a battery and a charger, and it's the rigid 18-volt router. You know, I've been using it for a while. Uh, I did a review on that and the Ryobi on my website. I keep coming back to the fact that it's incredibly well-balanced. So they did an incredible job with that design and the tool, and there's nothing better than cutting the cord, especially on something like that. So I highly recommend that tool. I'm telling you, it's really, really great. If you don't have it, you have to get it. So the rigid 18-volt router, definitely on the Christmas list for people. Yeah, I think if you're doing cutting boards, uh, doors, any kind of roundover cuts uh, with it, uh, that is a Mm -hmm. perfect cordless option that you can have. And it's got power. I mean, that thing's pretty strong for what it is. I mean, sometimes you can get a cordless tool that's, little less than desirable as far as the power goes that little router pumps it's really nice i use it in my shop as well all the time that was a good one pete good job yeah i mean we i mean we've talked about it before about just like how you know like how a tool feels in your hand and you know like the i have the ryobi and i was comparing it to that too and the ryobi has nice power too but the difference is how well balanced the rigid one is so even with the four amp battery on it it just doesn't feel it. It doesn't feel top heavy. It doesn't feel like it's going to tip in either direction, front or back, side to side. Uh, so it's it's awesome. I I honestly think it's one of their best tools that they have. So, all right. So next for me, this 
this is not so much a woodworking tool, more of construction side. But I was just at a local, it's called Berlin's House of Tools in Chicago. And they basically have every tool. They're like an Acme. You know how Acme is like online and brick and mortar. Berlin's is mostly yep. brick and mortar, family owned, whatever. Hitachi came out this year with a new frame nailer. And this isn't airless, it's cordless. And it has zero kickback. And this thing, if you go to Toolholics page and watch him demonstrate it, uh, Kyle at our builders buildings and watch them display it and then go get your hands on one and use one, fire it. That is the most impressive framing nailer. And I'm not, I've been in construction, but I'm not currently in construction. It's the most impressive, probably most impressive tool this year that I've had my hands on is that Hitachi frame nailer. It's not cheap. It's 400 something dollars. But it is awesome. Have you gotten your hands on that yet? No, but I tell you, I have a couple of buddies that are contractors, and they've always had good things to say about Hitachi nailers. So whatever it is that they're doing in the pneumatic end with their nailers, it seems to be uh, received really well, like a- across the industry. So that doesn't shock me one bit that you said it, just because I've heard good things like their name with nailers. All right, so what's next on your list? You know, if you, you know, we always talk about stepping up your game. And, you know, if you're going to step up your game in building, then it's only fitting that you step up your finished game. I mean, let's face it, you put all the time into building something and then what, you finish it like crap? You know what I'm saying? So um, I put down the uh, the Graco TC Pro Plus, uh, the, you know, the ultra cordless that you see everybody using. I mean, it's incredibly innovative and was a game changer for me. Um, I still use it for paint. It's a flawless finish for paint. Uh, it's on sale right now for 449 bucks. And as far as like an investment, like in yourself and in your finish game, I, I, I mean, it's, it's really a no brainer. It's a, it's a great tool. It's well-made. It's easy to use. It's easy to clean. So I, I think that's honestly, I think that's on a lot of people's list. I bet you there are going to be a lot of people getting that this holiday season. No doubt about it. Well, it's a killer deal, too. I mean, that discount that they're running right now at the Home Depot is awesome. It's basically, that gun is basically the Ultra Max. Or no, the Ultra. No, the Ultra Max, I think. I think it's the same as the, oh, I'm sorry. It's the same as the Ultra Cordless. Yeah. So that's that model that they have at Home Depot is the same as the Ultra Cordless. Um, I just opened up and used mm-hmm. my Ultra Max, which is basically the same exact unit, except um, with the Ultra, you can't put flammables in it, and the Max, you can. Um, that's pretty much the only difference. Uh, same tips, same speed, same power, same cleaning, same everything else. I used mine yesterday for the first time, finishing my wife's closet. It is an amazing, universal, like you said, innovative uh, tool. But I do have to say that you should really practice with it before you go and finish a piece. Because even if... No doubt about it. I consider myself a really good HVLP sprayer and painter. This Mm -hmm. is not an HVLP sprayer or system. This is its own thing. It's its own category. It's so universal that you can go paint your fence and then come inside, paint your kid's bedroom and then paint a table, you know, and with all the different angles. Yeah, no doubt about it. You definitely have to practice. 
with all the different angles um, that you have to address when painting different things. One thing I learned is that gun has to be perfectly flat or else you're going to start to get tails on the outside of your pattern, which is a little bit different from like an HVLP setup. But I sprayed my closet, which isn't huge, at a bunch of different angles, and I got three coats in, and total spray time was about three minutes for three coats. Like if you just yeah, counted the, the, the time spent spraying. Correct. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, the the, the time that it saves is, is incredible. Uh, the best advice I can give to people using it is less is more. You know, don't try to get like this universal coat, perfect coat uh, throughout the whole piece on your first go. You know, do light passes because I tell you, it can spray a lot of material. That's why just like, you know, like you said, like you've got to practice because it can spray a lot of material really quick. And before you know it, you think you're trying to cover an area and actually know you have like a run. Yeah, I had. there's a lot of material that comes out of that. I had two runs and it was because I didn't move fast enough. The setting was too high and I was on an angle and had a tail. And just too much material came out on a tail yep. end. And it was my own fault. It was user error. Yeah. And I mean, which is common. I mean, especially because it's so different from anything else. Just like you said, it's not anything close to an HVLP. But you know, just that's my opinion that less is more. And be, because you can do it so quickly, like I don't care if I, if I sprayed, you know, five coats, you know, on a table base to like to get it covered. Because just like you said, the five coats are going to take me a grand total of what, 15 minutes? Yeah, not even. You know, of, of, of spray time. So, but I know I won't have any runs. So. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. That that tool is very innovative, and uh, I could see. You know, a lot of people are going to get that. A lot uh, of people. There's no doubt about it. It's everywhere. Everybody is using it. Everybody wants it. I'm telling you, it. There's no doubt about it. There's going to be a bunch of people. You'll see Christmas Day, people posted on Instagram that they got the Graco uh, TC Pro. No doubt about it. Okay, so you just named a bunch of con or uh, pros about it. What's a con about it? Can I give you one of mine first? I think the biggest. Yeah, good. I think the biggest con. Um, with that unit is the amount of material, even at a low setting that it goes through. Like it is a, yes. it is a good size. Um, like you can get a lot of material ready to spray, but mm -hmm. I mean, you rip through that material fast. If you were going to paint yeah. your fence, you're going to fill that thing up 20 times. Do you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It does go through material, uh, really quickly. That is, I'd say a slight downside. I mean, it's not, it's not a deal breaker, but I totally get what you're saying there. I would, I would uh, hope, I think that uh, a negative about it is that, so th their tips are numbered uh, a specific way. <clears throat> and I forget what it means. It's like, um, like the first, I think the first, like for instance, like the, it comes with the 514 tip. I think the five represents like what the, what the spray uh, pattern is. So you multiply the first number by two. Yeah, that's exactly so it's 10, what it means. Okay, so it's a 10-inch fan. Yeah. And then <clears throat> the 14 represents the uh, like the, the hole diameter or something. So with the you know the amount of material that can come through. Yeah. Um if you look at all the numbers, there isn't that much difference between them. 
and maybe I, I don't know, maybe I'm just like, you know, uh, throwing, you know, crap in the wind here, but I don't know, maybe I was hoping that there'd be different tips that could really kind of dial in a little bit better for less overspray or less materials, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I think I, I know exactly uh, what you're saying. That's why. Because like, for instance, like, like they have a, I think they have a 308 and they have a 314. Yeah. Like to me, like to me, I don't think anybody can tell the difference between those two tips. You know, I wish that they kind of had a, like kind of like a bigger variety, maybe a 308 and I don't know, like a 350 or something like, you know what I'm saying? Just because I, I just think that the the numbers that they have, it's really hard to differentiate. Like if I used, if I told someone to use the 408 and then go ahead and uh, 314 or three, whatever it is, I just don't think that you'll, you notice that much of a difference. And if you're going to switch tips out, then you want to do it for a reason. Yeah, I just so sprayed. I like to see a little bit more. I just sprayed my closet with the 312 tip. So that's basically. Okay, yeah, one, 312, that's it, yeah. So that's basically a 1.2 milliliter or millimeter hole with a six inch spray pattern. And I'll be honest, it was, mm-hmm. it was still too wide. Like that's why when you're going to, right. When this first came out and I saw everyone going crazy on it, obviously I'm a homer for HVLP. I was like, that's not going to be ideal for furniture because just how I perceived it to operate. Now that it's in my hands. Sure. It's so universal. I know why it makes sense for so many different people. You know, if you're mm-hmm. just making furniture and you're in a furniture shop and that's all you're going to do, is that unit the best thing for you? Hmm. It's up to you to decide. But if you're a homeowner, a business owner, and all types, you know, different things, that thing will do anything. And we're totally nitpicking because, you know, for something like this, I mean, it's, it's really hard because it's so, just like you said, it's so versatile across so many things. Yeah. You know, when, when you start nitpicking like this, that's exactly what you are. You're nitpicking because none of them are deal breakers. No. It's just one of those things. Like It's just one of those things just like any other tool. Like when you use it a lot, you step back and go, oh, man, you know, I kind of really wish they – maybe they could have done this. You know, you just yeah. start thinking of like little things. But none of it at all uh, a deal breaker. But I, I mean I think that you, are, uh, you and I are on the same page with it, no doubt. All right, so my next item, and, you know, we're taking a lot of time with specific items only because I think uh, some of those specific items are very popular, and there's going to be a lot of people consider getting them, and we want to just give our opinions on them. That way people can dial in their own thought and form their own opinion. So if you Mm -hmm. are frustrated that I didn't talk enough about one thing or another, that's why. All right, so my next one is a small guy. And I tend to lose these all the time. Oh, you pick. Oh, wait a second. You're not picking me. No. This is really awkward. Um, no, I, I'm not. I, 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 you, you can see why I, ju- I jumped to that conclusion, right? I had to put my sunglasses back on. I forgot okay, this whole good. time I didn't have sunglasses on. I was a little disappointed. All right. So. You, you, you said it was a small guy. So I'm like, oh, he picked me. As a small knows. guy and a stocking <laughs> stuffer. And it's not Pete. It's not Pete. That's, that's not what's that's, going in. Such a such a lie. So you can't say both of those and expect me not to guess me. That's true. So one thing that I lose all the time, actually, there's two things I lose all the time, and I'm gonna bundle these together because uh, we're running out of time. But um, okay, the Milwaukee utility knife and the Milwaukee 25 foot tape measure. 
Um, even though it's a 25 foot tape and I do furniture and, you know, smaller builds, that 25 foot tape is very nice because it's sturdy, it's thick and it's not that heavy. Like, it's not like your old school Stanley that's, you know, all metal casting and like four pounds. And I mean, Milwaukee's tapes are really nice. I love the knife. They have a bunch of different knives at Home Depot. Every time I go there, I look to see if there's a new one. The problem is I lose them all the time. So I would get myself I have, that. I would throw it in the stocking, and that's what I would get. I have four of the tape measures. I lose them all the time. Yeah. All the time. I totally, I totally get what you're saying. I have four of them. Seriously. Lose them all the time. All right. What's next can for you? Never find a, I can't, can't find a tape measure to save my life. Uh, going back to the finishing, um, I think that this right – I looked it up just to make sure I got the price right. Uh, but at this price point for what it delivers, I think it's the best value for what it does. Uh, it's the Fuji Q4 Platinum. Uh, I have it. It's $1,099. And I tell you, if you want to up your finish game to give a perfect clear coat every single time, a quality-made product, uh, at that price point, I think that it offers so much. Uh, I also have the Graco. You have the Graco as well. Uh, the 9.5 Graco was like, I think I looked it up. It was like $1,800. It's four, so that's why, fourteen like ninety five. Like, the Graco, 14, okay. Yeah, the nine point five Graco is fourteen ninety five, but that comes with the Edge Two Plus gun, yep. the Smart okay. Star. Yeah, very very similar so, systems. Yeah, they are. Like mean, you know, small differences, but again, like at the price point, so there's like a four hundred dollar difference. Yeah, and I just think at that price point, I think that the Fuji Q4, I I, I think anybody at all would be happy with it. It's a quality gun. It's incredibly quiet. What gun are you? What gun uh, do you did you get with it? Did you get the T seventy? You know, I don't know the model number gun. Uh, I actually said today on my thing, uh, if I could go back and change it, I would get the um, the gravity feed and not the canister hmm. because because you always have to have the canister full because you know when you tip it, it's got the you know you know it's got like the straw inside sucking the material. And it's only angled in one direction. Yeah, but it should be pressurized. So, I kind of wish. Well, it, you you gotta show me um, after the episode well, what gun you have. But the side hopper top uh, gravity fed. What the nicest Fuji gun that I have that I love is the GXPC. That thing is sweet, man. It's got the side hopper that's pressurized. You can adjust the hopper any angle. That way, if you're going upside down or whatever, it's still good. That gun's smooth. Okay. That'll spray latex to, to anything. Oh, but overall, I don't think anyone could go wrong with it. If you, you know, if you're in the market, you know, I know a thousand dollars is a lot of money, but if you want to like get, you know, a top-notch finish, highly recommend it. Yeah, and you, you were saying, you know, the four hundred dollar difference. Well, the Graco uh, nine point five is actually a five-stage system compared to the Fuji Q4, which is a four-stage. So. If you compared the prices, they're sure. kind of similar. And you, they're about the same in correct. price. Like you could do a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you, when you weigh in, like the smart start system, the um, you know, the five stage versus the four stage, so they're in proportion with each other. Yeah, there's no doubt about. It. Um, but I'm just thinking, you know, just you know, for the average people out there, like on Instagram, that want to really up their finish game, you know, it's a lot of money. So you try to figure out what's affordable to them oh, yeah. and that can really still, but, but can still give them the performance. I mean, if you have the money, 
sure, go get the Graco man and dial that in like to every little detail spec perfect that you want. But it's a lot of money. Yeah, and I, mean, I could totally understand if somebody said I don't have the money. For people um, that don't know too, so, the, the Q series, like you said, Q4, the Q stands for quiet. Yeah. So it's a patented technology that Fu- only Fuji has where if you take a normal turbine system and compare it to a Q series, the Q series is half the noise. It's ridiculous. I have it's the super quiet. Yeah. It is super quiet. I no have doubt the, about it. It's super quiet. And you and you notice that right away. Oh, for sure. I have the Mini Mike 4, which is a four stage, same as yours, but you have the Q version of it. And then uh recently yeah. I just got the Q5, uh, which is a five stage, but the difference in noise from the Mini Mike 4 to the Q5, it's just it's night and day. And that's why Corey got that for me is because it's half the noise. Because I'm spraying at night. I'm spraying at ten o'clock at night. Or I'm yeah, in a right. customer's house spraying something. I it has to be quiet. So that's what the Q stands for. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, no, I mean it, it, it's really awesome. I mean it's it, it's incredible how quiet it is. So uh, you know they're not blowing smoke when they have that for a reason. Like it's legit quiet. Yeah, and the Q the Q also goes up to a Q5, like I just said, and that's probably the most compatible right. unit to the Graco 9.5. Those are both their uh, five stages, and they're about the same price. They're about fifteen hundred bucks each. Okay, so what's next? I, I, my, this will be my last one. My last thing that you okay. have to get yourself, or tell your wife or husband to get you, would have to be you have to find a way to get yourself a saw stop this year. I'm sorry. Every, <laughs> everybody wants a saw stop. Did you just see the fix yeah. the the account fixer guy or fix this guy? He basically sawed off every single one of his fingers in half, and then his saw oh, stop oh. his saw stop showed up two days after the accident happened. He already had oh. ordered the saw stop, cut his fingers, and the in sh- the as he's in his you know home band cleaning his wounds and his bandages. Guy knocks on the door. Hey, your saw stops here. <laughs> Jesus, that's awful. Yeah, that's all. I mean, you know that you know that I have uh, a saw stop, and you'll have no argument from me there. I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's it's just it's it, it's an incredible tool. Yeah, if you, if you want to learn more about saw stop, check out the interview Pete and I did in episode what was that three with saw stop or two. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, sure. it was yeah. it was really good. It was three. And um, the the thing about saw stop is it's not only about the technology. They make a hell of a saw. Like just everything about that saw is high end. Plus Pete, you know how Pete loves yep. how uh, tools look, their appearance. Um, I do. I do. It's a sexy saw. It looks great. Dude. It performs great, and it will save your body. Well, I mean, well, why? Why not? Dude, it it is. It's on point as far as like, you know, even when I put the fence on, like for the first time. Yeah. Like it's, it's already like lined up. Like you set it at five inches and bam, like it's ripping five. Like I have not, since I got it, I haven't had to use my tape measure on the table saw. It's awesome. You trusted that much. Um, Yeah. Dude, I tell you right now, it is dead on. It is incredibly like spot on. Um, It's quiet too. Hmm. I think that was actually the thing that surprised me the most about it was that it was quiet. Now, you know, I had the Bosch contractor before. That thing was loud. Man, did that thing scream. Man, yeah, dude, it is super quiet. It stops quick. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's 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 high end through and through. It's got like an automotive paint job on it. Thing. I mean, it's impeccable. Have you ever Absolutely turned 
Have you ever turned like the safety feature off so you could cut different materials yet or no? No, not yet. Nope. Yeah. That was a cool feature I learned about on our interview that one time is that you could yeah, actually I, turn that I, technology off in order to cut wetter, damper materials because there are some things outside of the human body that will trigger that technology. I do like um, what I didn't know is it's got an onboard uh, like breaker, like a safety. Like, you, you know, uh, there was one time like I was rushing through material. And it was my like own stupidity. And I thought I blew a fuse. So like I'm I'm checking like my electrical panel, I'm checking everything. I'm like, geez, everything, what's going on here? Yeah, there's a little like fuse thing on the saw itself. Like you could like literally reset it in, like ten seconds, but it's a great safety feature on it. I mean, they really thought of a lot, you know, when they when they designed the saw. It's great. Do you think that the saw stop will be painted black and green soon or or uh, gray and green now that Festool, the parent I, company of Festool bought I them? Hope- I hope not, man. If they're smart, they leave it alone and they let, you know, what's worked continue to work. Yeah. I think if they try to like rebrand that, if they try to rebrand that, I think it's, you know, they'll, it'll, it'll lose its luster. You know, do you, do you think they should license the technology or keep it for themselves? Well, I mean, if you're just talking from a business person, you want to keep it for yourself. I think that just like across the industry, and there's actually been talk about it here, like on the, on the news, um, about, like a bill going through Congress about, you know, it being like a standard safety thing on table saws because of how many injuries are reported year round. So when you think of it that way, then yeah, sure. I mean, it would be great if that was like a standard thing for everybody. You know, it'd be nice if that wasn't like a luxury that people had to pay for that type of safety feature. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm wondering, I'm wondering I, if they did license it, they'd probably make more money, but it would devalue their brand. Maybe, maybe that's why they don't do it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, in the end, I don't, they, they don't lose, I, I don't know how to like explain it. Like, you know, it's not like uh, people will stop buying uh, like a saw stop, but, you know, that's like their thing. That's their niche. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, one thing that was unique to them now all of a sudden isn't unique anymore. So I, I don't know if they'll do that. Yeah. All right. Do you have a last one for the list? Yeah, my last one. And if you're a woodworker, I only put this down just because kind of almost like, you know, follows like the whole like saw stop and being sexy and top notch and whatnot. I'm if not, you're a woodworker, I, will, I won't fit in a stocking. I won't fit in a stocking. Dude, your forehead won't fit in a stocking. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you're a woodworker, I don't care like how often you use hand tools or not. Eventually. Treat yourself to a Lee Nielsen hand plane. Just get like the standard like four and a half smooth plane. It's $325, but I'm telling you right now, it is the most incredible quality like for a hand tool that you'll ever see. Now, I tell everybody that you can't go wrong. You know, I understand they're expensive to go get a Wood River. You know, they perform you know, just as nice. And they're like half the cost. But I tell you, we talk about like just the best of the best, whether it was Festool or Saw Stop and just treating yourself. At some point, everybody should at least own one Lee Nielsen hand plane just to see what it's like and how it feels and just how smooth it is and the quality of the blade. And it, it, I tell you, it really is an, an impeccable hand tool. 
Yeah, I think um, real quick at the just because we're at the end here, um, I'm gonna do two honorable mentions. And my honorable mentions, and I'm not we're not gonna get into detail with this. I'm just gonna tell you what I think real fast. The Isaltune Pro, the black, okay. they're sweet. I had that down. And the next is going to be just like for small things. I had the Isotune Pro down as well. And like my your my grand finale gift would have been the Shapeoko 3XXL CNC machine. Can't remember the last time I've had as much fun with a tool as this one. Oh, you look like you're having like, fun I, with that. Oh my god. Dude, I tell you, I feel like a like a little kid with it. I mean, it's just it is so much fun to use. It's 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 absolutely incredible. Oh, I so, know. My- uh, and we're, but we're gonna well, we're going to talk more about that at another time. Yeah, we we actually might talk about that at another time there, Pete. I think Pete's going to come back for another episode. Uh, what do you guys think? Make sure that when you listen to this, should we shun Pete? Should we not let him back? No, I don't think so. Pete's <laughs> definitely going to come back and do some more episodes. Um, I know what my other product was, the quick mention, and it's the rigid vacuum, but the little one the little cordless vacuum for like your workbench and stuff. I use that so much doing this. Um, oh yeah. yeah, sure. This closet project just real fast, tight spots in and mm-hmm. out. That's my quick mention. The rigid uh, handheld cordless vac. I use it around the house. Oh, for sure. My car in my car. I'm like, Rrr. all right. So well, Pete, I'm short so I can kind of use it almost like a, as an upright. <laughs> all right, Pete, since I've been doing this show by myself at the end of every episode, I do. Um, oh, no, we did this together. We did the yes or no's. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did the yes or no's. And then uh, we changed it to would you rather. So I'm going to ask you, a would you rather you're going to ask me a would you rather. And then uh, we're going to get going so I can edit this and pose it for the people. All right. Okay. So furniture by Pete. Would you rather would you rather rename your Instagram handle from Furniture by Pete to something else? Or would you rather just change your name Pete to something else? Like De Niro? Wow, that's that's tough. I'd probably rename my Instagram account. And keep Pete as your real name. Yeah, keep Pete, yeah. Do you know that there's people on Instagram right now that are teaming up doing lives? Ask, And the whole segment is about would you rathers. I'm like, yes. Really? Nice. Good yeah, for you. Look just, at you starting something, huh? They just take credit. Dude, people are giving away uh, their giveaways on lives now. I mean, you can't be a trend unless you set one. Come on now. Uh, apparently. You know what I'm saying? Uh, geez, I, I don't even know what to say. Wow. All right, here we next go. Thing you know next thing you know, they're going to be like other podcasts doing like company interviews. Oh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I've seen that. Oh, snap. Yeah, that happened, oh. actually. I, at first, I was really mad about that, and then I was like, whatever. <laughs> I actually texted oh. you, right? I was like, can you believe? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so ask me a would you rather, and ha- make sure it doesn't have anything you, to do with my forehead. Would you rather watch me celebrate the Red Sox winning the World Series or watch your crosstown rivals win the World Series? Is Chris Sale on your Red Sox? Yes. Or what was it? Watch my Crosstown series? Yeah. Watch your Crosstown rivals win the World Series again. Oh, the ri- yeah, Red Sox all day. I really, don't, huh? I don't like the Cubs. For the oh, long okay. actually I have to I have to preface this. You 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 would you would like to watch me be happy? Yes. I can't I'm gonna dude save the Save this. It's, okay? re- it's I recording. Want this, I want this kept. Don't edit this out. So I, I, I want this for the people to hear. I 
hated the Cubs for the longest time, but it was only for the reasons that the people who were Cubs fans, not all of them, more than 50% of the people that go to Cubs games know nothing about baseball. They wear aviators, mandals, and cargo shorts, and that's cool. But if you don't know the guy who's on first base who just won a gold glove or your rookie on third base who just won rookie of the year and league MVP, then I don't like you. You're not a good fan. Okay. All right. But I have to give credit. For the first time ever since the Chicago Tribune sold the Cubs to the Ricketts family, the organization is actually an organization. Like they are setting, they are the new money ball. They are proving to people how to do it. Yeah. I mean, Theo's doing there exactly what he did here. Yeah. All right, so how did it feel? How did it feel to be back in the seat, man? Did it feel good to be back? Yeah, dude. I mean, it felt awesome. I mean, it, you know, felt like old times. Hey, I got one more question for you. I'm going to do one more of the what ifs. Okay, then we can end it. Oh, God. Would you re- – oh, yeah, and this – you know what? I, I'm curious to see uh, how the people out there uh, react to this one. Would you rather get everything for free but have everyone on Instagram think you're a sellout or buy everything on your own all the time and have the highest amount of respect from the people. I want respect from people that are closest to me. And lately, I've been finding out and realizing that a lot of people on Instagram don't have the same outlook on what the woodworking community should be or what it's about and not that it's it's not always about what you can take from it but what you can give to it at least that's my outlook and i don't feel like a lot of people have that same view so for those people i don't need their respect so you know man honest i honestly it was my question and i couldn't have answered it better myself so bravo to you dude awesome answer that's how it should be if you get something for free that's awesome. No one should be yep. no one should be mad, upset, pissed cuz guess what? The only reason that you get something for free, there's two reasons. One is that you've built a relationship with some people and that you're putting good content out. Not that not that you might not be a content creator or I don't want to be a content creator. I want to if I have a tool or something and I think it's cool, I'm going to show it. Or if people want to see how I do something, and ask a question, I might do a story. I might not say, hey, Dave, ask me to show this, but I might show it anyways just to show it. I use Instagram as a diary of my day. That's what I use. That's what it's for. Now, grain knockers is something a little different. It's something you and I started to have fun and bust balls. And, you know, we came up with a concept to have companies on that no one else did before, but apparently now it's trendy. And, uh... Uh, it is what it is, but you, do you kind of get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I hate I, 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 I hate it. people who ask for something in a community that's supposed to be so giving. That that pisses me off. When you when you sit there and go, I love this community. Oh my god, I just want to give to it. Oh geez. And by the way, if you want my help, here's how you pay for it. Or I just, that just rubs me the wrong way. I think people can do whatever they want. That's not why I'm here. That's you know what I've learned. Yeah, to me, freebies are a bonus. They're not why I'm in it. That's just how I see it. They're a bonus, but they're not why I'm in it. And I, I, I can't agree. You, you probably worded it better than anyone I've ever heard when you say, you know, it's not about what you can take away. It's what you can, what you can give back. 
And I would never begrudge anybody for trying to better themselves or, you know, make some money, better their family, you know, whatnot. I mean, hell, I mean, we're all trying to do this to make some money, make a living, you know, better ourselves. Um, but there's a difference and there's a way to go about it and there's a way about doing things. So I, like I said, I, I can't, I couldn't have said it better myself, my man. Yeah, thanks. I think, I think that if you're listening to this and you're cheating your way to more followers and you're playing games, and you're buying or using apps or trying to beat an algorithm or all this other stuff, you're pretty much, this is just my opinion, you're doing a a disservice to a lot of people out there, men and women, that are busting their balls to try to make it and not cheat. And I don't know. I think everyone needs to be a little bit more honest. Because if you're putting up subpar work and you got 80,000 followers or something, there's something wrong with that. I think I'm subpar work. I I think I should I, only have 2,500 followers, not five. I, I've I've tried to take a different approach, you know, with as far as like letting things kind of like bother me or get to me yeah. like they might have like a few months ago. So I try to have to stay on myself and whatever other people want to do, you know, that's fine. Uh, that's their business. I I always believe that when it, it happens uh, naturally, it's – it's better. It's better not only for you, but I think it's a better response for any products that you might endorse because people know that you're going to give just a legit answer, a legit opinion. And I think that when people know that it's legit, you want to gravitate toward that even more, you know, like you trust it. So uh, that's just my opinion that I would just, I just kind of, you know, try to stay out of like, you know, mucking it up uh, in the weeds and just focus on myself and, you know, try to just continue to do things the way that I feel is right. And, you know, just, uh, just like you said, it's about what I can give back. And if I get something along the way, it's a bonus. Yeah, for sure. I just released my filter because you asked the question and I just went back to a time where, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's okay to be open and honest about it. I like, I agree with you. I think if whoever, whoever you are, you can do whatever you want and I'm still going to do me and Pete's still going to do him and whatever you do is cool. Actually, you know what, Pete, I've actually, I've actually stopped following some people. I know that's sad to say, but it's a lot easier to just stop following them to keep getting upset about it. You know? Yeah. And you, and you, and you hate when it comes to that because like, you know, you, you feel like, you know, so many people like online. Yeah. So you know, you do, you, you, you know, you consider them friends, even though you only know them through this. Um, so you, you hate it. Like you don't want it to come to that. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying, you know, like I said, cause you know, cause I, I, I don't, I don't want to get to that point, but I feel, yeah, I understand what it's like to get to that point. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and hopefully like in, in the end, things will kind of like, will even out, uh, across the, the board and, you know, uh, you, you, we see less and less of that. Yeah. All right, Pete. Well, thank you so much for coming back on Grain Knockers. I hope you felt at home. Uh, it was a lot of good information about, you know, getting together this Christmas wish list and whatnot. And uh, yeah, you're going to come back on again sometime real soon. I hope anything you want to say to Grain Knocker Nation. Uh, yeah, I wanted to say thanks very much for having me back. Um, say hi to all the audience out there. Uh, you know, I'm so glad that, you know, that people have continued to listen to the podcast and enjoy it. So hats off to you, my friend. Uh, and if I can, for uh, for old time's sake, um, 
I am uh, Furniture by Pete. He is at William Patrick Customs. And for one more time, together we are Grey Knocker Nation. All right, Grey Knockers, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, also on SoundCloud. Subscribe. If you like what you hear on iTunes, leave a five-star review. That helps us out so much. And we will see you next time. Remember, be original. Don't copy. That's stupid. See you later. (laughs) 